I can't afford to be This is small town music This is big town music He's ahead of his time, you know But he can't use it If only he could prove it Well, tomorrow's just a song away A song away A song away Hey everybody, welcome to Rock Solid, the comedy podcast for all things music, both new and classic. I'm Pat Francis, and this is your Monday bonus episode. But guess what? It's much more than that. It's also one of our world-famous versus episodes. And guess what? It's even more, because this is going to serve as a Christmas episode. It's like three episodes in one. Joining me today from New Jersey in the co-host chair number one, I'll tell you what I mean by that in a second. Please welcome Dave Festini. Hello, Dave. Good evening, everyone, for this value-packed holiday episode of Rock Solid. For sure, for sure. Now, I said in co-host chair number one, because tonight, also getting the name co-host is former, formerly just scorekeeper, now doing double duty. Please welcome yeah. Dave Schneier, who is also a co-host tonight, official. I am truly honored. Thank you, Pat. I, I feel as though it's like moving up from a Boy Scout to a uh, whatever's after a Boy Scout. We blow is what the oh, next thing is. That's and a boy, terrible name. And boy, how we worst, do. How appropriate. <laughs> we really ever. do. Wow. <laughs> Thank you. I'm really excited about this. This is good. All right. So let me tell everyone what we're going to do. This is a Patreon curated episode. You want to get involved? It's just $2 a month, patreon.com forward slash rock solid podcast. So here's what we have. We have Patreon people have chosen two Christmas songs, the same Christmas song done by different artists. And those two versions are going to go head to head. And then me and Dave and Dave are going to decide what the definitive winner is of each matchup. There can be a tiebreaker too, because there's three of us. So there we go. And at the end, I guess we'll have a definitive 12-song playlist for you guys to enjoy. Mm, I love it. Maybe we'll put yeah, that up like, on uh, like this on, a lot. on the socials. It's a great sure. idea, by the way. This is yes. a really, really good idea. And I hope that they've chosen good ones. Um, well, I mean, these people got in here immediately. Like, as soon as it was announced, I had to cut it off because... I started to get more than 12 and I only wanted 12 matchups. Why guys? Because the 12 days, 12 of, Christmas. Days of, Christmas. 12 days of Christmas. Very nice. So before we get started, uh, are you, do we have beverages? Does anyone have a beverage? I do. What do you have? Dave, well, Dave they're listening, Dave, Will you hold it up. It doesn't, it's not very effective. <laughs> hey, what hey, do you have? Dave? It's his what first day co-hosting. He doesn't know. <laughs> Fair. I'm, uh, I'm drinking a little, um, a little American honey. All right. Is that a whiskey or a beer? It is. It's a, it's a honey whiskey. All right. Cause okay. some of the ladies out there are little American honeys too, you know, <laughs> milf wow. on a shelf, right? Oh, man. that doesn't even rhyme. It wow. kind of rhymes. Milf on a shelf. <laughs> milf on a shelf. Milf on a shelf. Uh, <laughs> Dave Schneier, you're having a, a classic uh, drink that everyone enjoys, water. I'm just, I'm just drinking some soda stream water tonight. All right. I'm All right. trying this tonight. Now, I'm going to tell you right now, it's got 13% alcohol by volume. Oh, oh boy. This is, and it's kind of, uh, it's kind of anti-American, but then also kind of Christmassy. <laughs> it's a, it's a peppermint white Russian. Ooh. Cut water. Okay. 
And um, peppermint's kind of Christmassy, right? Sure is. Now, I've never so. had one of these before, so I don't know what's going to happen. Aren't white Russians like creamy? Yeah. yeah. Wasn't oh. That? Oh. oh, look at that. Because look at wow. white Russian was, uh, uh, isn't that what uh, the dude? Yes. That's yeah. in the big Lebowski. Good call. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Now, I just I just uh, sipped a little bit. You know when you pour and then you got to sip a little off the, the rim of the can? <laughs> it's, it's a little bit strong. I'm not gonna be. I'm not gonna lie to you. I don't know what. what 12 Twelve percent out of a can. Thirteen. 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 I was gonna say it's it's one percent per song. So by the end of the uh, by <laughs> the end know, of the game I'm, here, and I'm gonna slam it like an asshole. Um, <laughs> peppermint white Russian with cut water vodka, coffee cream liqueur, and oh. a peppermint flavor. Nice. This has got to be good for my waistline, right? Where's the? Oh, how come well, it's not giving me any? It's eating season. It's not telling me uh, what. It's Wear your stretchy season. pants. Stretch yeah. pants time. Hey, From, shouldn't it? Shouldn't it give me some? Uh, well, it's gluten free, so we got that going. You looking for nutrition facts? Yeah, it's, it's got no nutrition. It must be on the case, maybe. Maybe I only that's bought, it. Maybe I only that. bought one. From like mid-November to the end of the year, all bets are off. It's time I have a to question. eat. Pat, you seem to get a lot of drinks, just single ones, right? Like. <laughs> Do you, yeah. is it, is it, so if you like this, would you go and buy like a six pack or a case or something like that? Yeah. And let me tell you something. The, uh, my day job at Trader Joe's, they have all these cocktails and stuff and people might not know this. You can just, you can open anything and just take one and buy no, one. Stop it. Stop yeah. it. You can, you can, yeah, you can just buy one. So that's what I do. I just, I just buy one. And then if I like it, maybe I buy more. So if I go to my local Trader Joe's and I tell them that Pat, from Trader Joe's in California said yes. I could rip this open and take one and buy one. They're <laughs> not going to escort yes. me out of the store without it. I don't think so. They should say, yes, you can just, just point and say, Hey, can I, can I just open this and buy one? They should say, yes, you can break the six packs up, whatever you want to do. How? I'm, so when you, that, I'm but, stunned by this, right? When you, when the stuff comes in and it's scanned, yeah, the box is scanned. How is it? know what a one can is well i mean the, 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 the individual also has a upc code on it oh well, that's true and uh, right. we actually used to have like a um a four pack thing that you could unfold and you could just mix and match your own thing my god so yeah. now when the yeah but when that's they genius. do when customers do this do you guys go oh geez there's a dick who keeps you know, opening I actually up tell the them to, like and if, taking one no if someone says i've never tried this before and i always say and you're gonna buy six of them just buy one. So I'm I'm actually bad for business. Yeah, you're a retail genius, is what you are. No, but, you're a retail genius. My God, thank you. Let me take this. Everyone, take a drink. Uh, okay, um, Dave Festini. Were all the kids home for Thanksgiving? Uh, yes, they were. Matthew right. and Julia and were did, both uh, home. Did your wife uh, Nancy cook the meal? Why do you presume that it would be my wife that would cook the meal? I've never seen you cook. It's very you, well. First of all, very backwards thinking. No. First of all, <laughs> ladies cook. That's why. Oh, oh my goodness! Uh, actually, Julia and I. Well, Nancy helped too, but Julia and I made our traditional uh, turkey stuffing. Okay. Um, and then the next day, Nancy pretty much. Well, you know, I made the brine to, with her. Okay. With this. Uh, and um 
and we kind of, it was kind of a joint effort actually i would say i think that's okay. fair, it's fair to say joint effort yeah i like that you assume that we know what your traditional turkey stuffing is what is, is it, it? so is it stuffing that's in the turkey or do you do stuffing outside of the turkey uh well we make it outside of the turkey um it is a it's a it's sausage and ground beef with a lot of seasonings Mm-hmm. And um, little bits of like celery and onion and little pieces of little bits of apple. And it's one of my favorite foods on the planet Earth. My right. is, ate it all is this all, a family recipe? Life. It is. Yes. Wow. Passed down from generation to generation. I suppose. Yeah. My grandmother okay. used to make it. My mom made it. And now we yep. make it. And yeah. Nice. Now, was it just the four of you or did other people join you? Um, it was supposed to be the four of us plus my mom. Mm-hmm. Uh, Matthew was not was under the weather, so my okay. mom was afraid she was going to get a cold, so she okay. did not come. Uh, right. so we cooked all our stuff and packed it up and brought it to Nancy's sisters, and had Thanksgiving with all of them. All right, okay. that sounds nice. That sounds good. And, wh- and what about this uh, this brother of yours? The you know we've talked about him. What did Ed do? Ed Ed uh he <laughs> saves his visit for Christmas. So <laughs> okay. He was home. It's he really you can Carolina. only one one holiday with Ed's enough, right? That's about all you can <laughs> all you need. Jesus. Okay. He would have loved to have been here, but sure. you know, well, we so love that away. he wasn't. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. Dave Schneier, well, were you was was it just the immediate family or was it extended? Uh, it was extended this year. We went to my sister-in-law, her husband, and their kid's house down in Virginia, uh, and my in-laws joined us as well. And then the then two days later, uh, my wife, kids, and I went out to my mom's in Maryland uh, for a little meal as well. So did not have to host, but we did a little bit of cooking for each uh, uh, for each uh, gathering. You just took advantage of all of your relatives. Why wouldn't I? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes you have Let to. Let them do the work. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. All right. That sounds great. That sounds great. And Pat, great. what did you do? Yeah, Pat. Okay. So both of our kids are on the East Coast. So they got together, which was nice. And we, you know, we had text updates. They didn't fight. They got along. So that was good. Uh, Pilar and I met uh, Mike Siegel and his uh, lovely girlfriend, Piper. We went to a place called House of Pies. Oh, and we nice. ordered the $16.95 turkey plate. You can guess how that was for $16.95. It's exactly what you think it might be and exactly how you think it might taste. And then uh, after that, we had pies, which that's what they're known for. It's not House of Turkey. It's House of Pies. Wait, so. wait a minute. The turkey plate, you, you each got a $16 turkey plate or you shared one $16 No, no, we each, we each got one. Except okay. Piper's vegetarian, so she she got an impossible burger. Okay. Well, we got the turkey plate. I think Pilar had a bite and a half. Um, <laughs> I think Mike and I powered through most of it, uh, grimacing the, the entire time. Uh, but the, uh, you know, wow. the company was fun. We didn't have to do anything. We took a hike up to the Greek theater afterwards, just Pilar nice. and, I, and then we came back for a little bit and then we went to a movie. It was very chill. Very How was the nice. pie? What kind of pie did you have? Oh, I had chocolate cream pie. Pilar had banana cream pie. I think someone had a pecan. Nice. I forget what the- uh, No pumpkin pie? Nobody had pumpkin pie. You know what? We've had pumpkin pie like all month. We've just had yeah. pumpkin pies here. Yeah. So. 
So uh, we went. Uh, yeah, it was a non-traditional Thanksgiving, but it was fun. It was chill. Awesome. You yeah. ate turkey and pie. How much more traditional can you get? I know. I know. And and we're going to my parents for Christmas, and they do uh they do the whole turkey dinner at Christmas too. So we'll we'll get the traditional then. Nice. Nice. But right now it was a turkey roll fever. All right. Are you guys ready to start it up? Absolutely. Absolutely. Dave Schneier, are you going to be able to co-host and keep score? <sighs> Stretch it out. Yeah, I think I can. I got right. it. And, a tall and, order. And you might have to write down like the winning song and, and the artist just so you can give us a rundown at the end. Got it. Uh, how will we do this? I'm probably going to, I'm looking at my screen. It's Dave Schneier is to my left. Then I'm in the middle and Dave Festini. So I think I'm just going to go that way every time so I don't get confused. Schneier will weigh in first, then Francis, then Festini. Sound good? That, that works. Yes. Got it. Got it. And of course, when Dave's angry, we can talk over him. Perfect. All I, right. How did I get this? 12 intros. This... 24 songs. Here we go. <laughs> Hey, y'all, it's Tony Greathouse in East Alabama participating in this Christmas Versus episode. Hey, fellas. Hey, Dave. Hey, nice Dave. Hey, Pat. Remember me? We did a 1999 episode a year or so back, and y'all dumped me. (laughs) Y'all dumped me. Y'all left me for nice Dave. But I understand. I understand. Besides, don't take it personal, Dave. I understand. We all know whose fault it is, and that is Ed. Ed had something to do with this, so I don't hold any of you guys responsible. Anyway, you know I love you. Love the Versus episodes, and I hope I get to make it on this one. My submission is White Christmas, mm. which we don't get down here in Alabama. The only White Christmas we get is maybe buy one, get one free at the Chick-fil-A all the white ladies come running to the door <laughs> but um <laughs> my submission is the drifters against the mighty mighty otis redding and it's not easy and honestly i'm not sure who i pick the drifter song is fun but it's hard to beat otis y'all have a merry christmas everybody out there listen have a merry christmas guys i really enjoy you alls show Y'all's versus episodes. Pat, appreciate it, man. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. And y'all, be sweet.
dreaming of a white, white Christmas. You're just like the one that I used to know. Honey, it's where the treetops, treetops. Listen, little bitty, little bitty, little bitty children, they'll try to listen to hear, hear for the sleigh bells that are ringing in the snow. All right, gentlemen, that was the mighty, mighty Tony Greathouse. Uh, slamming Ed. I didn't even know he was going to do that when I brought up Ed. <laughs> you know what? Let's get all the Ed bashing right out of you know at the top of the I show. Mean, it's, but it's can we? It's Christmas time. Can we? Yes. So it's over now. We're done with it. We've done it. All right. We've done it. We don't have to do it again. Okay. Uh, you might want to put some coal in his stocking, but other than that, we're good. <laughs> all right. So that was Tony Greathouse, and he chose "White Christmas," a classic Christmas song, maybe the most classic. It's Wait, up there. Is it, is it the first ever, possibly, maybe? First ever Christmas uh, song? I didn't do the research. And uh, that was the Drifters versus Otis Redding. I'm going to go with Mr. Dave Schneier. What did you think of those two renditions? So I'm going to start by saying I'm a huge Otis Redding fan. I think Otis Redding, could he could sing the phone book and I would listen to it. I think he's just so good. His voice is spectacular. Um. There are so many great songs that he he has been a part of. I just don't like this version of White Christmas as much. Um, and the Drifters version just feels more classic Christmas. Like when you hear it, it just invokes so much feelings around the tree has been trimmed or you're trimming the tree while you're listening to it, right? There's snow falling outside. Um, I think it helps that, it was in home alone. I think that I think a lot of people sort of just equate it with that, but yeah. I'm, I'm going to go with the drifters on this. Cause it just feels more Christmassy to me. All right. All right. There's one for the drifters. Let me weigh in next. I'm going to tell you that I, 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 I don't, don't like it. When Otis <laughs> Redding ruins my song. Oh, <laughs> song. Song. I did not like that at all. I had never heard that Otis Redding version at all. I did not like he. I mean, I don't know how many peppermint white Russians he was drinking in the studio. It was like he didn't know the words. I mean, I know he's trying to be soulful. He's trying to get with the ladies on Christmas Eve. Probably has a mistletoe belt buckle on. I get it. I know what he's trying to do. But look, I did not. I did not go for that at all. It's it's drifters 100% for me. Hold on. Uh, I'm writing down mistletoe belt buckle for my Christmas. Uh, that might have been a joke from my uh, stand up act. Okay. Uh, uh, I'm not going to, I'm not going to lie to you. But yeah, drifters 100%, not even a contest for me. Dave Festini. Well, good Lord. Uh, I love Otis Redding. And I do, but I will admit, have I well first of all I was not familiar with this version of White Christmas uh, his version of White Christmas either no one is uh, um and yeah the the syncopation of the of of the singing there was a little 
disjointed. Um, so as it, it pains me to do so, cause I do love Otis. Um, I'm going, I'm going with the with drifters, right? Yep. Yeah. 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 Going with the drifters. That's a knockout in, in round one. Woo. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, as far as the boats, I, you know, the, the home alone thing, I mean, it's nice, but it also contributes to it being like one that you hear all the time. Yeah. So it yeah. makes me uh, think of kids that are uh, neglected and left at home. That's why I like that version. The forgotten, the forgotten children at Christmas. It's what it makes me think of. <laughs> um, Dave Schneier, wrap it up for us after uh round one of 12. I'd say uh, Otis is laying on the mat after that when the Drifters take him down uh, 3-0 with their version of White Christmas. Holy crap. I was I thought that was going to be close. I go, oh, look at this. This is going to be good. Yeah, because we all love Otis Redding. Just not that that fucking version. No. Tony's pissed. He's in Alabama and he's pissed right now. He said he couldn't even choose. Because he loves both of them so much. Well... Now he hates Sorry, us. Sorry, Tony. Merry, Merry Christmas. <laughs> Merry Christmas. All right. Another gentleman who has co-hosted the show is up next. He comes from Florida. Let's check it out. Happy holidays to the holiday title fight crew. This is Andy Stolen from Florida here, submitting two very diverse versions of this holiday classic. Brian McKnight's version of the first Noel is a soulful and beautiful rendition, contrasted with Weezer's version, which is more rocking and alternative in nature. Be curious to hear which one you guys prefer. I love them both. Merry Christmas, y'all.
All right. Hmm. Fight number two. Brian McKnight Ooh. versus Weezer. The song, the first no L. This is also a title fight episode. This episode's got everything. <laughs> Dave Schneier. Yeah. Oh, wow. Um, boy, I don't like either one overall. Um, the Brian, look, Brian McKnight has a great voice. I will give Brian McKnight the credit for having a good voice. That version felt very much like he was guest starring in a Hallmark movie, mm -hmm. a Christmas Hallmark movie, and singing it like at the end of the movie where you were like, fuck, we made it through the movie and now we got to hear Brian McKnight sing this song. The Weezer one, it, it it's a little painful, but I feel like they're not necessarily taking themselves seriously. And I appreciate when Christmas music is redone in a way that isn't always true to form. So because of that, and maybe because of that alone, and despite my fact that I, the fact that I really don't love Weezer, I'm going to pick Weezer on this one. All right. And it, 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 you made a face, Dave. It, it doesn't matter that I like Weezer or not. The version of the song is what I'm voting on here. This and I'm voting. Okay. Don't get your freaking panties in a bunch. Sorry, Christ. Just, I was just surprised that you don't like Weezer. Jesus. I really, I really don't. I really don't. So, but I'm going with Weezer's version uh, for this vote. All right. There's one for Weezer. Uh, first of all, let me tell you something. Someone just ruined Christmas, and I don't know if it was Andy Solom or if it was Brian McKnight, but one <laughs> of those guys has ruined Christmas. That I mean, the Brian McKnight song just kept going and going and going. He didn't even get to the "Born is the whatever" that lyric. Uh, Weezer got right into it immediately. Weezer was at least festive. If I'm going to play one of these at a Christmas party, it's going to be Weezer. That Brian McKnight thing. You know when someone's giving a speech and uh and they need they're they're running short on time and then someone from the back of the room does this, tells them to stretch. Yep. That's what someone yeah. was telling Brian McKnight to do in the studio, they're like <laughs> a little more, a little more. Uh, I did not I did not like that at all. I cannot wait to delete it from the iTunes library. <laughs> I won't even keep it. I won't even put it in my Christmas playlist. Oh my right. goodness. Yeah, um, I listen, Andy's a good dude and he and I share similar musical tastes, Absolutely. but Holy crap. These two. Good Lord. Uh, the Brian McKnight. Is he punking like us? Is he punking us? It was, it was, <laughs> it was like a Saturday night live skit. Um, oh my, that was bad. Mm -hmm. So just overdone and stretched out and, uh, he went to the Otis yeah, Redding like the school of singing on that. <laughs> I don't like the Weezer. I don't like the Weezer one either. I thought I was going to like the Weezer. I, this is loud. Uh, <laughs> I don't want to. I don't want to choose. E I'm sorry, Andy. I don't want to choose either of, of these, but if I had to choose one, uh, I it was going to be Weezer. Another, yeah. another, another knockout. Wow. Ooh. Another knockout. That Brian McKnight one, it was just like everything that's wrong with crit. Like this, somebody came to him. was like, all right, Brian, uh, last uh, album sales are way down, but we need to do a Christmas album. Yep. 
Yep. So, I'm hoping uh, some of the next 10 battles are at least close where we struggle a little bit. But right now, it's like it's not even a contest on these. Oof. Wow. We expect more from the Patreon people. Yeah. Let's we not have- put them down yet. Wait yeah. till we're like at song 10. Like, when we're <laughs> song 10, maybe we start saying that. By the way, I'm lightheaded after about four sips. Of, <laughs> nice, uh, good. White Russian. I gotta, I gotta slow it down a little bit, or I'm gonna, or, or you'll know I'm drunk when I go. You know what? That Brian McKnight wasn't that bad. <laughs> <laughs> One of my favorites. All right, here we go. And um, uh, for Dave and Dave, um, I know some of the MP3 qualities on these, these, these are a little low, but uh, you know when the episodes. Put together everything will be boosted but I, is that the problem with the weezer track well i uh, i'll tell you what the the audio on the brian mcknight couldn't be lower for me it could be it could be yeah. i mean it could be lower <laughs> that's what i meant oh boy the alcohol okay here's bout number three this is quite a card if you went to vegas and there were 12 fight 12 12 fights would be a lot. I might have to pour this down the drain, guys. No, 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 no. I might just have to drink my core water. Don't you dare. (laughs) All right. Calm down. Here we go. There's three other, there's three other cans sitting in. uh, Thank God. No, they're not here. Thank God they're not here. No, I'm saying they're back at Trader Joe's. You have to drink it. All right. Here we go. Bout number three. Hello, Dave, Pat, and Dave. I hope you have yourselves a merry little Christmas. Slashdog X here. In one corner, I suggest a mega classic version by Frank Sinatra. In the other, a version I like so well, I intended to submit it for the female vocalist episode. But I sat on my ass and didn't get it done. (laughs) The cover by The Pretenders. I think it's a fair fight. What say Dave, Pat, and Dave? Have yourself a merry little Christmas. Let your heart be light. From now on, our troubles will be out of sight. I would have played uh, more of both of those versions, but I just took what Slashdog X sent me, and he actually um, truncated both of those versions down. I think we got enough uh, yeah. taste of it, though. We heard 30 seconds of Frank and 40 seconds of Pretenders. Let me go to Dave Schneier. Dave, tell us what you thought of 
have yourself a merry little Christmas, Frank versus um, Pretenders. This one, this one was tougher than I would have imagined going in. Um, I had never heard the Pretenders version. I mean, I'm used to hearing 2000 Miles, you know, as far as like a Christmassy type of song from the Pretenders. So um, I thought Chrissy Hines sounded really, really good on it. Um, it's a good, solid version of it. Um, but I hate to sit here and go nostalgic again, but like, I remember being in my grandparents' house and hearing Sinatra sing, and there's a fire going. It, it's just so perfectly classic. And I would say it's probably one of the top, to me, it's one of the top five Christmas song versions of all time. It's just that good of a, of a version. So I'm going Sinatra, um, but not in a landslide victory in my mind. All righty. Um, now I'm, I'm bummed that we didn't hear more of Frank's because in the background you can hear him slap a woman, but, um, <laughs> but we didn't get to hear that. And I guess that's good. Cause it's Christmas and that's not <laughs> all right. Look, cause it's Christmas <laughs> because any other time of the year, any slap other time we're, we're all in Shit. You can't um, beat your woman at Christmas. That's uh good Lord. Both versions. Great. Uh, I'm not the biggest Frank Sinatra fan. But uh, I do like when he does stuff like this. And I do like some Frank Sinatra. Uh, and everyone knows I'm a, a, a huge Pretenders fan. Yeah, I'm going to go this way with this. Um, Frank's version is, is for my parents. But Chrissy's version uh, is for me. And for that reason, I think she does. It might be one of the best covers because she doesn't. Her voice sounds Christmassy to me. I don't know. The whole of the production's great. And I'm going with pretenders on that one. So I guess we are going to have a uh, one of those ones where Dave has to decide. I can't get words out of my mouth, but yeah. I love it. Tiebreaker. A tiebreaker. There we but go. But both are good. Both are good. If Frank's, Frank was up against someone else, I probably would have chose Frank. Uh, Frank's is iconic. It is. Frank's is iconic. And quite frankly, the pretenders version is boring. Oh, it's wow. It's 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 cookie cutter nonsense. I think that's the honey whistle talking. (laughs) My my honey whistle. Yeah, Uh, it's boring. It's cookie cutter. It's like, oh, (laughs) there's nothing to make it stand out other than the fact that it's her voice, which is one of the most recognizable female voices in music. What, What what is it's. What it's her doing the Frank Sinatra version I, of White Christmas. I can't argue with you. This is why people pay big bucks to listen to this. They they want to hear the controversy around what yeah. we think. Yeah, the pretenders one's a snoozer. I gotta go with the iconic the, uh Frank Sinatra. And it's not white Christmas, Dave. So I don't know how much you're drinking. Oh, it's have yourself a have merry yourself little a merry little have yourself yeah. a very little pay attention. Oh, pay attention that to honey snatch uh, you're drinking or whatever it is is uh, really hitting yeah. you. Okay. Yeah, honey whistle. Honey snatch. <laughs> okay so dave schneier uh, what happened in bout number three well frank sinatra beat chrissy uh, hine and the not pretender. surprising she's a lady oh, <laughs> boy. Uh, two to one winner winner chicken dinner have yourself a merry little christmas frank sinatra and i and I, I can't be angry about that because uh frank's iconic it, it just is it is yeah. so yeah, That's a, that was a great matchup, though. I you like that. The, 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 the pretenders version isn't like every other have yourself a merry little Christmas you've ever heard. I thought we've moved on, but apparently oh, we're right, keep fighting okay. it. 
Your guy know. won. What do you, what more do you want? Okay. Total want to domination. Well, apparently so. Just wants to take me down. Take me out at the knees. Like Sinatra took so many women out. Oh. Yep. Baby. Hey, honey. Hey. Let, me, let me show you my honey whistle. <laughs> We're all doing Sinatra impersonations tonight. Not very well. No, not, not at all. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So, what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. All right. Does this guy know about Christmas? He's from Canada. Do they celebrate it up there? I know they got the snow. Let's they find got the out. white. It's white up there. Let's find out. Hey, Pat, Dave, and Dave. It's Mike Drew from just outside of Toronto, Ontario, Canada. And the battle I present to you is Merry Christmas, Everybody by Slade and Merry Christmas, Everybody by Oasis. Really, it's just Noel Gallagher solo. His version is done for a charity album that came out in 2002. Um, if you ask me, I think the superior version is still the original, even though I really do like the different version that Noel does. Anyway, hope you're all well. Look after each other. Take care. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays and all of that. first wait a minute what the first one was oasis oh the first okay because he first one was oasis all right because he said him the other way around okay god did did i mix that one up 
I think so. Yeah. All I right. was a little oh. confused. Sorry about that, guys. First one was Oasis. Second one was Slade. Yeah. Um, I like Oasis a lot. I've always <laughs> liked their music. And I like Noel Gallagher's solo stuff that he's then and his high flying birds and I, I, really good stuff overall. And, I, and I've always thought Noel was the more talented of the two Gallagher's in the band and whatever. It, if this was done for a charity album, that's great. It's really nice that he contributed something, but it's not a great version. Um, it's kind of boring. Um, he almost sounds like he's like, all right, I'll do it. And they're going to give me some money and I'm going to raise some money and that's it. And it'll take me 10 minutes to do this. And then I'm out of here. Um, the Slade version is like, you're in a, you're in a bar, you're in a pub it's Christmas time and this song comes on and everybody's going to sing along because it is such a good, we're all drinking together. We've got Christmas sweaters on and we're having a great fucking time. Let's sing this one together. So I am going with Slade. Merry Christmas, everybody, because it's just fun. It's really a fucking fun song. All right. There's one for Slade. All right. I have never heard this song in my life. Merry Christmas, everybody. Yeah, never, ever heard it. And, um, you know, I'm still angry at Slade because they gave us Quiet Riot. <laughs> so, you know, I've got that in the back of my head. I got to clear that out of the attic. Uh, and I'm, I've tried to get into Oasis and I can't. Um, so that's where we're at. I equally, uh, I'm equal on both of these bands. Um, the first time I ever heard this song was Oasis a second ago. And I really enjoyed their version because I felt like, I was around the fire and we were having a, uh, a spiked hot chocolate and it was uh, cold outside, but warm inside. Ooh. And then, and then Slade came on. It was a little bit more bombastic, which isn't Christmas to me, but I do agree with Dave Schneier that that feels like you're in a pub and you're celebrating. So both versions were good, but for me, I felt like Oasis felt homey and Christmassy as opposed to uh, office party Christmassy. So my vote is for Oasis. All right. I'd like, I'd like to throw Oasis's version in the fire. That's what I would <laughs> like to do. Uh, I didn't really like Oasis's version at all. The Slade version is a nice, got a nice tempo to mm -hmm. it and mm -hmm. you can sing along and you're with all your buddies and at Christmas time and, yeah. uh, and I like you, Pat. Had never heard that song before in my life. But for me, it's a no. It's the Slade. The Slade one seems to be the the the, the original nature of the song, which yeah. is kind of a sing song group singing type thing. Yeah, I get, yeah. and I can't, I can't argue with either one of you. And 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 I, I I like both versions. I just I don't know. Away the Oasis one made me feel a little more Christmassy. I don't know. Yeah, I get that. But, I get it. If, if Oasis had done it as a full band, I might have felt a little differently. Yeah. But then it might have sounded too much like, and this is why I appreciate he picked these two versions, right? Yeah. That it, they didn't sound similar. Right. Exactly. So good job, Mike Drew. And yeah. the winner of bout number four? Winner is Slade. Two to one. Merry All Christmas, right. everybody. Congratulations, Slade. You gave us Quiet Riot. All right. Come on, feel the Christmas. About number five. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Here we go. <laughs> ho, ho, ho. 
Merry Christmas to Pat, the Daves, and all the Rock Solid listeners. This is Brian Berkey from the Keystone State, and my song for your consideration in the Holiday Verses episode is Merry Christmas, I Don't Want to Fight Tonight. You may know this song from the Ramones off their Brain Drain album. Not the most joyous of messages for a song based on the birth of our savior, but it's definitely a toe tapper. <laughs> I'm putting that original version against one done by a band I only recently got hip to, a shoegazer group from the 2000s called Asobi Sexu. Asobi Sexu. Uh, apologies for my pronunciation. Excited to see which version ends up on top. May your days be merry and bright, and may all your Christmases be white. Merry Christmas, I don't want to fight tonight with the Ramones against Asobi Setsu with Merry Christmas parentheses. I don't want to fight tonight. Oh. Dave Schneier. Yes, sir. Uh, this is an easy one for me. It's the Ramones because I actually think it's, I think it's a pretty classic song as far as Christmas music goes. Um, I'm, look, I'm not comparing it to Sinatra or, you know, the Bing Crosby's or anything else as far as classic goes, but I think it's, it's well known. It's well done. Um, I appreciate that. I've never heard this other version. I've never heard of this other band. I've shoegazed with the best of them, <laughs> but I have no clue who this band is. And I, I, I appreciate their effort, but I didn't really like the version. It confused me a little bit. Um, okay. it confused me a bit. Um, it's the Ramones all the way on this. It's just they're they're the Ramones. They're they're cool. It's cool that they did a, a Christmas song. So Ramones, hundred percent. All right, uh, love Ramones. Um, it's hard to write a modern day Christmas song 
and have people accept it. I mean, some people were able to do it. Um, the Ramones did it. Is it a Christmas song just because they're singing about Christmas? It's like, is Die Hard a Christmas movie because it takes place at Christmas? That's the feeling I get with this song. I can listen to this song any time of the year. It it doesn't have to be a Christmas because it's just a Ramon song. That other version, Asobi Sexu, it sounded like there was like, I don't know, they were grinding something with a bandsaw throughout. I don't know what was going on there. I I hated it. I hated that version. Hate, hated it. 100% Ramones all the way. And I'm not saying that it's a fantastic Christmas song, but they are singing about Santa and a sleigh. And uh, and I love the Ramones. And not even a contest, like Dave Schneier said. Go ahead, Fistini. It's like Merry Christmas, turn off the fucking radio. That's that's mm. where that's where we're at. That's mm. where we're at. Oh, good lord. Uh I, I don't like either of them. I the <laughs> Ramones, I guess the Ramones one's okay. I oh yeah, it's the Ramones. Great. Uh wow. I mean, it's not I know what you mean for. though. It's just it's just it's a Ramones song, and they're singing about Christmas instead of singing about Rockaway Beach or wanting the airwaves, they're singing yeah. about Christmas. There's not, there's no sleigh bells. There's no, the music isn't Christmassy. Yeah, why? What do I don't care if he's gonna fight with? Why do I care if he wants to fight with his girlfriend? What, who gives a shit? Why couldn't it be boyfriend? Why do you have to gender everyone? Because I think he genders the person in the song. Doesn't All right, he? calm down. Right. Don't give me pertinent information. Don't make uh, me slap you. If I'm choosing, but then the other one sounds like it was recorded in somebody's basement. Like I, if I'm going with, it's got to be the Ramones. But I, yeah. but oof. You yeah, almost don't want to vote for either one. Again, yeah. It's been a good lord. It, yeah, that other one's Mary Shitness to me. It's just <laughs> That's, <awful>. nice. That's <laughs> good. Yeah, not, like not bad. Not bad. Feel free. Feel free to take that to the office. I will. All right. Very shitness. Okay. Uh, Dave Schneider, tell us what happened in round five. I mean, that was a slam. That may have been uh, actually of all the three to zero contests we've had. I think that one has been the easiest win. Yeah. Even though Dave, you don't like the Ramones or you don't like that song or that version or whatever. I never said I didn't like the Ramones. Sorry. You didn't like that song. (laughs) And no, I didn't. I, you know, I'm not a big Ramones guy, but you know, it doesn't mean I don't like them. Okay. My Christmas wish for tonight's episode is that Dave Schneier and I just keep putting words in Dave Fastini's mouth. <laughs> How do you hate the Ramones so much? <laughs> you have a little bit of my Texas whistle or whatever. What was it? Honey, Honey whistle. Honey whistle. Honey. <laughs> All right. I keep saying round, but it's bout number six. Now, look, I've slowed down on this. I gotta, I gotta be honest with you. I gotta slow down a little bit. We're, we're okay. just at the halfway mark. So we're halfway through, you gotta drink up. Uh, I'm, re- I am not kidding when I'm telling you. I'm a little, I'm feeling it. I believe it. Where'd Schneier go? He, I can't play he just the song. Got, he just, he just got, got up and left up and ran away. Uh, All right, so Dave Fastini, what did you think of that song? <laughs> It was great. It's been it was the best one so far. I agree. All right, let's you're acting on. like I you're acting like I actually left the house or something. Oh, you I literally went to the kitchen. We couldn't which see is the you. next room over. 
I don't know how far away your kitchen is. All right. Where'd you go? Did you go get a snack? I went and got a drink. What'd you get? Oh, what did you get? Drinking a, uh, a Senate beer. It's a uh, brewed here right in Washington, D.C. All right. Enough with, enough with the promo. <laughs> All right. Here we go. He bought a single bought a single can of Senate beer. <laughs> Senate beer. Bout number six. Here we go. Hello, Pat, and to Dave and Dave. This is Steve Perry from over in Sydney, Australia, with my uh, selection for the uh, Christmas Verses episode. The song that I've chosen is from English artist Chris Rea. He's one of my favourite uh, performers. And uh, the song is Driving Home for Christmas. I think it's a nice little Christmas tune. And it's covered here by um, Lee Kernahan, Australian country singer. So I hope everybody has a very Merry Christmas and a safe one. And uh, thank you, Pat, for all the great shows throughout the year. I've enjoyed contributing my little bits here and there. And uh, until next year, here are Chris Rea. And Lee Kernahan with Driving Home for Christmas. version was Chris Rhea, the original, I assume that was the original, and Lee Kernahan was the second version. And Steve, thanks for always participating in these episodes. Appreciate it. Merry Christmas to you, Steve Perry. Dave Schneier. Wow. I've never heard this song before, number one. Mm -mm. So both versions brand new to me. Uh, It's a catchy little tune. 
Yeah. Uh, and in the in the short snippets of each, I have to say I kind of like both versions. Um, just from a easy breezy Christmassy kind of song. Um, I, I was while we were listening, I was list, I was looking up Chris Ray and why he wrote it, and I'm not going to go into the full story, but it's a cute little song. Uh, I'm going to go with what's his name? Lee was he, was he drive? Was he driving home for Christmas? <laughs> and he just pulled Lee, over and wrote it. <laughs> Lee Kernahan. All right. Uh, I, I I'm a closet country music fan. I like I like a lot of country music, and I like this version that it's kind of a hey we're in the we're in the uh i don't know montana or i know he's australian but like just feels very like hey there's a barn over there and we're going to go hang out on some bales of hay and listen to the song and uh, i don't know it, I, i'm not making any sense on this one nice apparently the senate beer is really hitting me quite <laughs> hard after two sips take quite a picture <laughs> I All like right. both. I like both songs, and I'm going with the uh, with the countryish version of it. All right, um, I'm right there with you. I've never heard this song before, ever, ever, ever. This must be an Australian classic, though, for the people down under. Um, I'm going to go with Chris Ray just because he wrote it, so it was kind of his story to tell, and um, I feel like uh, there was some emotion in his voice when he was singing it. And uh, we're going home to my parents for Christmas this year. I haven't been home for Christmas in 20 years. I've not wow. been back in Pennsylvania for Christmas in 20 years. Wow. And as soon as that Chris Ray version started, I, uh, you know, I kind of uh, regretted my decision. No, I kind <laughs> of, uh, I kind of got excited to, uh, you know, for our travels. So um, I'm going to go with the original just because again, he wrote it. It was his story to tell. And um, Chris Rea, Dave oh. Festini. Musically, the musically, the two versions are practically identical. I mean, so the only real difference is the voice. I found the Lee Kernahan. Was that what I was? Yeah. Yes. Um, I found his voice a little more accessible, um, but maybe a little more authenticity to Chris Ray. And I, to your point, Pat, he wrote the song. It's his experience. So I'm going to go Chris Ray. All right. Now, before, before you lock in that vote, Dave Festini, Lee Kernahan was in a barn sitting on a hay bale. Is that going to sway you at all? No. Okay. No, not at all. Not at all. All right. Damn it. I'm not. But the hay bale would have gotten you. Uh, damn it. Okay, bout number six, Dave Schneier, wrap it up for us. Chris Ray or Raya, Ray, Chris Ray takes it. He's driving home the win, uh, mm. two to one Ooh, with his like version there. Of, his, mm. of a song, Driving Home for Christmas. I like what you did there. I think the Senate beer is, is working. Kicking in just the right time. Um, I was going <laughs> to say something, and then I totally don't know what I was going to say. It's okay. Wow. That's all right. <laughs> Made with award-winning real spirits, Cutwater, Peppermint White Russian, have one if you don't want to be able to a function. A lot of plugging going on in this Boy, podcast tonight. It's more of an excuse as to why I'm stumbling. Okay. I want you to know that I'm going to head over to my Trader Joe's this week and pick some up. Okay. And I hope they let you buy one can. <laughs> I hope your endorsement may, your endorsement's going to make me buy all of them i think tell him your friend works at store number 56 in encino california okay. 
And I'm okay. sure that won't make any difference to them. Okay. Bout number seven. Here we go. This is a short intro too. 21 seconds. Here we go. Wow. Hello, Pat. This is Mike Wagner from the suburbs of Washington, D.C. in the Northern Virginia area. And my song is The Christmas Waltz. And the two versions are the one by The Carpenters and the one by Peggy Lee. Uh, one of my Christmas favorites, and I hope it's one of yours, too. Brother sister duo Carpenters take on Peggy Lee with the Christmas Waltz. Dave Schneier, lay it down for us. Peggy Lee, I like Peggy Lee when she sings Fever, right? That's a great song. When she sings what? Fever? Like, you give me fever. What did you think he said, Dave Festini? I thought he said fever. Why? What did you think he said? I thought he said beaver. All right. And I'm not making like a dirty joke. I thought that's what he said. Okay. Fever. Yes. That's a great. Yeah. Okay. Keep going. It's a great song. It's a great song. Merry Christmas. <laughs> Carry on. Ooh, Christmas beaver. <laughs> also known as honey. I, I, don't, I don't love this version by Peggy. I can't. Pull it together. All right. uh, I think the Carpenter's version is fantastic. I think the production is great. The arrangement is really, really beautiful. And her voice is spectacular. I've always liked Karen Carpenter's voice. Um, it is one of my favorite Christmas albums of all time as well. The whole thing is so, so good. Um, it 
the Peggy Peggy Lee one just doesn't catch me at all. It feels very fluffy and meh. Um, so I'm going Carpenters all the way on this one. Their version is really great. All right, there's one for the Carpenters. Uh, I did like Peggy Lee at the beginning. The music, it was the first Noel was in there. Did you hear it? Yes. It was the first Noel. But then as it started, um, you know, Peggy Lee gave me a fever and made me sick. So uh, I'm going with Carpenters. Karen Carpenter is uh, underrated as a, as a singer and as a drummer. Yep. And um, I think it's because we lost her too soon. But um, how cool would it be if we could go see the Carpenters in 2023, you know, performing it, uh, you know, on some package tour. How fun would that be? But yeah. yeah, And that, that Carpenters Christmas album, it is one of the best. It's a great, great Christmas album. So I'm in for the Carpenters. Dave Festini. I have absolutely no interest in seeing the Carpenters. And how dare you both shit on the legacy of Peggy Lee? Is she dead? Dead or not? The woman still has a legacy. You need to be dead to have a legacy? No. She's dead, by the way. She is dead. Yeah, long dead, right? 2002. Christ. The Peggy Lee version is better. It sounds better. The arrangement's what? better. The Carpenter version is empty. No. What? Uh, you're both nuts. That Peggy no. Lee version is much better than the Carpenter's version. Give me Beaver and give me Peggy Lee. <laughs> no. I'm yes. so glad you I am so glad I mean, you worked like, it. I'm glad you worked the Beaver back. And, yeah. But you're wrong. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I mean, I agree to disagree, and that's what this show is about. You get to have your opinion. You get to, um, you get to back it up. But um, let's let the voting uh, tell the story. Dave Schneider, what happened in bout number seven? Uh, Karen Carpenter took her uh, drumstick and shoved it right up Peggy Lee's beaver, <laughs> <laughs> as I would hope would happen. The winner is uh, the Carpenters, the Christmas Waltz. By the way, while that was happening, Richard was in the corner watching. <laughs> you know, um, wow. It's yeah. Merry Christmas. It's the Merry violence Christmas. against women episode. Great. <laughs> I don't know. I think it was it's a, a sexy Pornhub moment. Oh. Boy. It's a Pornhub Christmas. Oh my goodness. Good Lord. Good All right. Lord. Well, if you've Look, anyone who's tuned in for uh, three drunks talking uh, celebrating Christmas, you get what you pay for. That's true. <laughs> All right. All right. Round. I keep saying round. I want to say bout. Bout number eight. This might be a doozy. Oh, boy. Here we go. Boy, oh, boy. You guys ready? Oh, yeah. I'm waiting All for right. some rock. Hmm. Hello, Pat and Rock Solid listeners. Alex Peak here. Wonderful Christmas Time by Paul McCartney is one of those Christmas songs that is very divisive. Some people like it, others loathe it. But I have found that the song, when covered right, is actually a very good song. The band Jars of Clay did a version of this song, and I really feel they brought something special out of the song. Kind of eliminating the hokey keyboard side of it really brought something special to the song. So with my head-to-head songs, Wonderful Christmas Time, the original, versus Jars of Clay version of Wonderful Christmas Time. 
is right The spirit's up We're here tonight And that's enough Simply having a wonderful Christmas time Feelings here that only comes to time of year. Simply having a wonderful Christmas time. Schneier, wonderful Christmas time. McCartney versus Jars of Clay. It's a hell of a matchup here because I think younger version of, of, of Dave Schneier would tell you that he hated Paul McCartney's song, Wonderful Christmas Time. But as I have uh, 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 gotten a little more gray in my beard and my hair, uh, I've come to appreciate it a little more. I still don't think it's a great song. But it's not the trash that so many people make it out to be. Um, that being said, and I had never heard the Jars of Clay version, it, I'd almost want to hear the whole song because I kind of like their version, that they they reinterpret it a bit and and make it their own, which every now and then, especially with this song, or you know, when, when somebody goes and does something that's specific to a time of the year and redoes, and redoes it, and they'll redo it and make it their own version. I hope that it's going to sound good. And I, from what I heard, I like the Jars of Clay version. I'm going to go with Jars of Clay on this one. All right. Um, I never, I've never understood the hate for the Paul McCartney version. It feels festive. It feels light and we're going to have a good time. And it's, nice it's everything that i think christmas is supposed to be and the sentiment it's simply having a wonderful christmas time that's all you want to do when you break it down um i didn't mind the jars of clay one although i feel like they stripped some of the fun out of it and that's what that song's supposed to be it's supposed to be a fun song so i am going to go with sir paul mccartney dave festini um, yeah, I think that Paul McCartney song gets a bad rap as well. It's a nice, lighthearted Christmas, original Christmas song. It's not a standard. Um, and it definitely has a feel to it of kind of just, 
um, having fun, being with friends, uh, you know, like a, being at like a Christmas party and we're, you know, it's all, we're just having a good time. It's a fun, it's a fun pop Christmas song. The jars of clays. It was like, Hey, we have this, um, 45 of, uh, wonderful Christmas time. Let's turn it to 33 and see what it sounds like. <laughs> it was slow. They took all the fun out of it. Like I, I didn't like that cover at all. So I am full on Paul McCartney. All right, break it down, Dave Schneier. Paul McCartney, um, I have no funny little quip on this one, but he just takes down jars of clay, uh, breaks the jar of clay, uh, yeah, and wins go. this one two to one with wonderful right. Christmas time. Bout number nine. Hmm. All right. <laughs> Here we go. Get ready. This gentleman has also co-hosted the show before. This is my friend Travis Kennedy. Here we go. Uh, T Ken, I think is what he likes me to call him. Not really. Seasons, greetings, and salutations, pod people, and a Merry Christmas to you, Pat and Dave's. Travis here, and for this special Versus episode, which I'm calling Christmas Dome, I'm submitting that song by the Princess of Christmas, Mariah Carey. I say princess because I only been the holiday knee to darling love. But instead of having a cover go up against the original, I'm pitting a cover against a cover because no one wants to see a slaughter. So in one corner... We have SoCal party pop punk band Zebrahead. And in the other, we have New Jersey's angsty emo kids, My Chemical Romance. I present to you, All I Want for Christmas is You versus, well, I mean, the exact same song, but, you know, by a completely different band. <laughs> Thanks for letting me participate. Now let's ring the bell. <laughs> I don't want a lot for Christmas There's just one thing I need I don't care about the presents Underneath the Christmas tree I just want you for my own More than you could ever know Make my wish come true Yeah, all I want for Christmas Just one thing I need and I 
Dave Schneier, bout number nine, Zebrahead versus hmm. My Chemical Romance, both covering the classic modern day song by Mariah Carey. What do you got? Well, Dave, Dave Festini, you wanted some rock music, and you yes, thank God somebody brought the rock. There you go. That's TK. The Rock. Um, I don't know the band Zebrahead. I've never heard of them, to be honest. Um, and I'm I'm slightly familiar enough with My Chemical Romance, uh, which makes it really good that it's sort of an even matchup of like, well, I've never heard either of these versions. Right. Um, the My Chemical Romance one seemed a little too forced. Um, that it's not a contractual obligation, but they were like, Hey guys, we need you to do a Christmas song. So just, here's a, here's a list of 10 songs, pick one and, and, and do it. Whereas Zebrahead seemed like they were having a really good time performing that, that it's a, it's a fun song too. Right. I, to me, it's Mariah's version is very upbeat and like, Oh, all I want for Christmas is you. That's fantastic. This is just, they, I don't know. Maybe they had some of your drinks there, Pat, and they were just <laughs> in the studio having a great or the the honey snatch whiskey stuff. But they had such a good time performing that song, and it made me appreciate it. And I'd want I'm going to go back and listen to the whole thing. My votes for Zebrahead because it was just a really fun version of that song. All right, um, My Chemical Romance. It sounded like yeah, they were held at gunpoint during a Christmas party and someone recorded it on their iPhone. They didn't, he didn't seem to be into it. He didn't seem to want to do it. It just, he wanted to just be, I don't know. It sounded like a demo Zebrahead. They brought the, they brought a little Weezer. They brought a little blink 182. They brought a little Ramones and they brought a lot of fun to all I want for Christmas is you, which I believe is is the last real modern day classic original Christmas song that we've had. And that might be 20 years ago now, but that's just an amazing song by Mariah Carey. And my vote is for Zebrahead in case you didn't know. Why are you squinting Dave Festini? You're furring oh, your brow. Because, because the, because I don't agree with your, modern day. What's only. the last modern day? What's the last that Kelly Clarkson day? song is great. Which one is that? Ah, Christ. Oh, yo, it rolls right off the tip of your tongue because it's so popular. Nothing rolls right off the tip of my tongue right now. I've I've been drinking the... T- it's numb. <laughs> it's numb. I honestly don't remember. But in the last 48 hours, I've heard it three times, that Kelly Clarkson oh, song. Really? Yes. What, are you playing Look it in it your up, house? Dave. Come on. Looking it up. All right. Hey, he's um, a co-host this week. He doesn't have to do your bidding. You made him do your bidding earlier. I, I asked him nicely. I didn't Under, say you know, under, underneath the tree. Yes. Is that the one? That that is it. Underneath the tree by Kelly Find Clarkson. Kelly Clarkson underneath your tree. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. That's no all I want for Christmas is you, Dave, and you know it's it. pretty close. It's You're pretty being contentious. It's, it's good. It's good stuff. You're um, being the Grinch. Anyway, back to the topic at hand. Uh, yes, I liked I liked both. I like some My Chemical Romance stuff. A lot of the stuff that you pointed out, Pat, that's My Chemical Romance. That's their deal. That's yeah. his deal, really. Um, I also liked towards the end of the My Chemical Romance version where they kind of got a little funky with the drums there in the toward, in the chorus. Um, but overall, I think the Ze- Zebrahead song 
um was a little was was kind of more in the in the tradition of fun which is what the original is really all about so exactly uh zebrahead for me but not by much all right all right dave schneier break it down for us big win for for zebrahead all i want for christmas is zebrahead singing that song a few more times uh three zero win for them big win excellent excellent and and hats off to these two songs by the way that here are two covers. Here's not an original and a cover to make it. This this made it a little more interesting. So, tip of the cap. Excellent. Good job, Travis Kennedy. About ten comes from our friend Stevo Dockerson. Stevo Dockerson. Stevo is also known as Hob the Troll. If you head over to hobthetroll.bandcamp.com, you can purchase one of his three. Yuletide Carol albums. He's got a volume one, a volume two, and a volume three. You can hear songs such as Rebel Bell, which is his takeoff on Rebel Yell by Billy Idol. He does a Dancing with My Elf, I believe. He does a lot of stuff. It's fun. It's joyous. And he's a talented dude. Uh, we call him Steve O'Dockerson. People at the Ren Fair know him as Hob the Troll. And here's his intro. And a couple of tracks. Let's hear it. Season's greetings, Pat, Heat Dave, and Snow Dave. This is beloved entertainer Hob the Troll here. Wait a minute. Heat Dave <laughs> and Snow Dave. I believe we know who's who. I believe we know. Good. Uh, all right. Miser. Take it from the top. Season's greetings, Pat. Heat Dave and Snow Dave, this is beloved entertainer Hob the Troll here, wishing you all cozy blankets, perhaps a nogged egg, and a stocking full of winning scratch-off tickets. I would like to submit Nick Lowe and Lost Street Jackets versus Wizard's Song. I wish it could be Christmas every day. I wish it could be Christmas every day as well. What a wonderful holiday treat. You know what else makes a, a, a good holiday treat? Listening to any of my Yuletide albums available at hobthetroll.bandcamp.com. Yes, that's hobthetroll.bandcamp.com. It is my Christmas wish that Pat doesn't cut off my audio for promoting these things. <laughs> Just so you know, Wizard's version is coming first. Wizard okay. and then Nick Lowe. Okay, back to steve and if he does, may he be haunted by three ghosts. I love you. Goodbye. Well, I hope those three ghosts are Charlie's angels, right, guys? Hey, hey, hey. Exactly. Ooh. I wish Why? it could be Christmas every day. Wizard versus Nick Lowe and Lost Straight Jackets. Here we go.
Christmas Every Day, originally done by Wizard, covered by Nick Lowe and Lost Straight Jackets. Dave Schneier, which one is it for you? I was not familiar with either of these, to be honest. Um, I had to look up who Wizard was, is. Uh, I had no idea the the band's frontman is Roy Wood, formerly of The Move and founding uh, member of ELO. Just trivia-wise. Um, it's a fine version. Uh, it, it's a it's a clever Christmas song. Um, musically, it works. It's a catchy little ditty, but I like the Nick Lowe and Low Straight Jackets version more. And not so much as much as I love Nick Lowe. Low Straight Jackets, the the music behind Nick Lowe is fantastic, and it's it 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 just gives a different vibe and a different feel to. A Christmas song. I, I don't like it when you put on a playlist of Christmas songs and everything sounds like it has to sound like a holiday song where you can mix up the music a little bit. And I'm not, I'm not talking genres like here's a country song and here's a rock song and here's the, it. They really just try to diversify a little bit with low in creating a, a really fun kind of I've used the word ditty already, but I'll use it again because the beer has gone through me pretty quickly. Uh, I'm going with uh, Nick Lowe and Low Straight Jackets on this one. All right. I was unfamiliar with this song, too. I looked up Wizard and Wikipedia says the band, uh, they are most famous for their 1973 Christmas single. I wish it could be Christmas every day. <laughs> and we've never heard it. <laughs> I mean, maybe Dave Festini has, but so far we've never heard this song before. And it's the song they're most famous for. Um, The original version's good. I'm a Nick Lowe fan, and I did like his version better, so I got to go with Mr. Nick Lowe. This is number nine? This is about number ten. 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 Did, you, did anybody think we were going to get this far in and hear so many Christmas songs we've never heard before in I our lives? Not. No. no. Um, nope. Yeah, I, it's crazy. It is crazy. Well, there, so did, uh, did the listeners do a great job then by giving us Christmas songs we'd never yes. heard, or would you have rather heard blue Christmas versus blue Christmas? I think I would have rather heard interesting interpretations of blue Christmas versus blue Christmas. All right. Mm. Okay. Well, providing the gods allow the three of us to live another year, we'll do this again next year. <laughs> um, as far as I wish it could be Christmas every day. I think I prefer the original. All right. Um, I heard the original and I was like, Hey, this is pretty cool. I, I wonder what that Nick Lowe version is going to sound like thinking that it, I would, I would like it better. Yeah. As it turns out, I like the original see if, like Christmas songs for me, if they're lackluster in production, um, 
it i think it lends itself well to that kind of christmas song feel so um that that has something to do with it too i like the original better wizard for me that those are good uh, those are good uh points that you make and uh, and i i do agree with you on that i like when a a christmas song has some sleigh bell in it somewhere or something you Mm -hmm. know something to bring a little bit of the christmas 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 atmosphere twice uh, you've said that christmas i don't know twice let me tell you something i like to thank kithmith all right (laughs) dave schneier again also known as uh Snow Miser. Uh, uh, what do you got for us? About 10. Nick Lowe and Low Straightjackets cast a spell on Wizard. Uh, took him down. Two to one. All right. I wish it could be Christmas every day. All right. Now. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. Now, here, now, Dave Fristini. Mm-hmm. We might be getting a little bit of what you were just talking about with this next bout. Okay. A little bit. Um but I also feel this might make you angry. So, so a win-win for the show. (laughs) It's a win-win for the show. Let's go to bout number 11. We're almost done folks. Hey, Pat and the rock solid crew. This is Jesse Alora from Northern California here to nominate the holiday classic. Santa Claus is coming to town. First written in 1934, it's been covered by everyone from Bing Crosby to Michael Buble, but the two versions I'm pinning against each other are the 1975 live recording by Bruce Springsteen and the E Street Band, and the 1992 studio version by the great Neil Diamond. I can't wait to hear your take, and happy holidays to everybody at Rock Solid and all my fellow listeners.
You better watch out You better not cry You better not pout Hey, I'm telling you why Say it All right, we have a classic cover done by Bruce Springsteen, and then we have the born Jewish Neil Diamond cashing in on his third Christmas album with Santa Claus is Coming to Town. Dave Schneider, which one of those puts you in the holiday mood? We've we've talked a lot on the verses uh, episodes in the past about a, uh, an overplayed song. Um, don't give me that look. Don't don't do it, Heatmeister. There's no such. It, it, it's Meister. not whatever. It's not the song's fault. It's not the band's fault for being played a lot on radio, right? I love the Bruce Springsteen version. It is it 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 builds beautifully. It's fun. The sax solo is so good from Clemens. It's just a fun Christmas song. And it's live and you you just feel like you're there and it's uh, love them or hate them, it's just a classic fun song for Christmas. And I would even listen to it not at Christmas even though it's clearly definitely a Christmas song. It's just that good of a song and a version of it. The Neil Diamond one sounds like it was Will Ferrell on Saturday Night Live <laughs> performing as Neil Diamond. Yeah. And they piece that thing together horribly. Like the production of it just sounds like they took blocks of saw of music and diamond and God, <laughs> it's just like they propped him up for his third Christmas album. Like, all right, Neil, here we go. Try to get through this, please. We're all just trying to get through this so we can all make a little money. You can go away for a little while and then maybe do a fourth album. So there is no no chance this thing comes close to winning. It is all Bruce Springsteen and the E Street Band. All right. Uh, the Rolling Stones have a new album out called Hackney Diamonds. Uh, this song could easily be by Hackney Diamond. Because it's just, I, uh, I mean, he tries, he does his best, but there's no competing with Bruce before they even start the song. He sets the whole tone. Clarence has been practicing. He's going to get a new saxophone. Has the band been good? The sleigh bells. He is putting you in the Christmas spirit before the song even starts. And then once the song starts, you're already coming down the chimney. It is amazing. <laughs> I got to go with uh, Santa Claus is coming to town. And by the way, Dave, uh, Dave Fastini, it's Heat Miser, not Miser. I know. That's why I said it. Meister. I think he said Miser. He did not say Miser. He said Heat Meister. You know, I would never said Heat Meister. I would never hundred percent said Heat Meister. Well, we'll go. Everyone can go to the tape, and then uh, All right. you can tweet at us. Um, and you know, Dave uh, Schneider doesn't know which end of the mic to talk into. So that could <laughs> be the true. Problem. That's fair. All right. 
Dave Fristini, I know you hate Bruce Springsteen. What do you got for us? Let me tell you about Santa Claus is coming to town. (laughs) Sit back, everyone. Yeah. This song by Bruce Springsteen is quite possibly my favorite Christmas song of all time. I never never tire of it. I know every goddamn word to it. It is outstanding. It is uplifting. It's so much fun. It's everything. It's everything I hate about Bruce Springsteen in reverse. It's awesome. It's on the B side of the my hometown 45. And I wore it out because it is the great. The only thing that would have made it better is if it had been number 12 and we were closing out the show. I love it. I love everything. Wow. I love I love the little narration in the beginning. I love this whole thing. You could play it for the whole month of December. This could be the only Christmas song I hear. It'd be fine with me. Wow. I'm 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 flabbergasted. So screw Neil Diamond and then whatever that horseshit was. All right. Bruce Springsteen and the E Street Band. Are you can I ask a question? Go for it. <laughs> are you going on rec- are you going on record as saying this is your favorite Christmas song? It's up there, man. It's up there. You know Easy, me. I bro. Have a hard time. I have a Hey man. <laughs> Look, hey dude. I dude, bro. <laughs> Bruh. I gotta I check have, it, bro. I you know me. I have a hard time choosing a number one favorite of I anything. Know. I know. But it is way using way a favorite up kid there. or something. Yes, it's difficult. Well, it's not Matt. <laughs> that, that fucking kid won't charge his phone up. It's true. It's <laughs> the goddamn phone. He just did it the other day. Ah, uh, why do they do it to us? Dave uh, Schneider, do your kids charge their phone or do you have to the remind time. them? All the time. Ah, damn it. I, I'm jealous. Yeah, me too. Well, I got one. You got one. Yeah, if one one does it, that's good. That's a win, I guess. 50 50. Dave Schneider, break it down for us on that bout number 11. No diamond in the rough here. Bruce Springsteen takes it. Wow. Santa Claus is coming to town and he's running over Neil Diamond. Drink to Bruce on this one. Drink to Bruce, everybody. There we go. 3 0, Bruce Springsteen. But we cannot continue without a little bit of this. There are so many beautiful Christmas songs around and so few Hanukkah songs. Oh, so I thought we'd try this one for you. Oh, no. Put on your yarmulke. Here comes Hanukkah. So much Hanukkah to celebrate Hanukkah. Yeah. Yeah. Does he at least change it up? No. Hanukkah is the festival of lights. Instead of one day of presents, we have a crazy night. When you feel like the only kid in town without a Christmas tree, here's a list of people who are Jewish, just like you and me. Here comes. Here comes. David Lee Roth lights the menorah. So do James Conker Douglas and the late Dinah Shora. 
Guess who eats together at the Carnegie Deli? Bowser from Shanana and Arthur Fonzarelli. Paul Newman's half Jewish. Goldie if I were Adam Sandler, I would go and like punch him in the throat. <laughs> You'd go Bob does Barker. He, does he deliver the OJ Simpson line? Oh, I think he might. I mean, I don't know how far. I don't feel like finding it. Yeah, that's fine. But there's a there's an animated video on YouTube that goes along with that song. So check check it out. Stay in your lane, Neil. Yikes! Boy, oh boy! All right. Where's the stinkaroos sting? All right, we're going into bout number 12. Now, normally for these Patreon episodes, David Harvey does hand-drawn artwork, but Kyle Hildreth does all the artwork for the Versus episodes. So I gave David a break this month, and Kyle Hildreth is going to do the artwork for this one. And he's also going to be our last bout of the night because he did get in there in time. I appreciate everyone who sent these quickly. I apologize to everyone who I could not include, but try again next year. Um, and we'll, we'll do it again. We'll do it again. So bout number 12 coming up. And you know what? I think I'm going to put this video up on, uh, on the Patreon page. Are you guys okay with how you look tonight? Sure. It's Why not? They, with... they can, they can see the fun we have. Absolutely. <laughs> it's fine with me. I'm good. Uh, by the way, um, this week's Patreon prize was a colored vinyl version of Princess Purple Rain. And almost everyone that answered the question also said how much they enjoy these versus episodes. And I enjoy them as much as they do. And I just want to give you two Daves. Thanks for doing these. It's never going to be anyone, but the two Daves and me. Oh. And I look forward to doing these. I would do it once a week. I really would. So you're very, you're very kind to say that. Thank you. We no, are. True. I, I'm, I love doing this. I look forward to it every time we do it. And I, if we could do it once a week, sign me up. All right. And I'm going to tell you, I am going to tell you the next one is lover boy versus <laughs> versus survivor. It is, it is. We, I can't, I can no longer fool Dave Festini. It's got to be happening. That's the next one. And then so many cool bouts coming up in 2024. It's going to be a good year. And uh, we're going to try to do one once a month, right? Try to yep. get one out once a month because I love doing all the episodes. I love the interviews. I love when I get to sit down with Mike and Murray and new people and introduce new friends to everybody. But this is just so much fun. And um, going song to song, head to head, it's 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 cool. I, I don't even know how I stumbled upon it. Or did someone tell me it? I don't know. All right. Bout number 12 from Kyle Hildreth. David Harvey, Kyle Hildreth, Jason Levy, and Daryl Asher. Thank you guys for the Facebook artwork. You guys are the four guys that do it. You never say no. You always do it. And I very much appreciate it. So here we go. Hey, Pat. Hey, Brother Dave and the other Brother Dave. This is Kyle from the Woods of Western Mass. I am submitting my Christmas Versus song. So I was born in 76. My brother was born in 78. And when we were younger, we both loved listening to the John Denver Rocky Mountain Christmas album. 
Um, one of the songs on there that we've both found hilarious was Please Daddy, parentheses, Don't Get Drunk This Christmas. My dad didn't get drunk at Christmas, by the way. But we just listened to that every year and thought that was just the best, the funniest. So I'm not picking that for my song, surprise. I am picking another song, the last song on that album, A Baby Just Like You by John Denver. Um, my brother's name is Zach, and in that song it says, Merry Christmas, little Zachary. And boy, when I heard that, I was awful jealous because he had a song with his name in it, and I didn't. But nonetheless, it's still a good song. Still love it. Still love it now. And this album was released in October of 75. In December of 75, another guy comes along and records the same song as a cover. And that guy, Frank Sinatra. So here's, I guess, the classic combo of John Denver and Frank Sinatra singing A Baby Just Like You. Time for gifts and giving And as the year draws to its close I think about my living The Christmas time when I was young The magic and the wonder The colors dull and candles dim and dark my standing under Oh little angel Shining light You set my soul to dreaming You've given back my joy in life you filled me with new Upon us now A time for gifts and giving And as the year draws to its close I think about my living The Christmas time when I was young The magic and the wonder What colors dull and candles dim and dark my standing under Oh little angel shining light you've set my soul to dreaming you've given back my joy in life and filled me with new meaning Okay Okay <laughs> <laughs> Dave Schneider about number 12 a baby just like you okay. is it John so, Denver or Frank Sinatra so 
I, I, I am familiar with the John Denver Christmas album because my parents owned it on vinyl. Uh, so I'm, I wasn't necessarily familiar with the actual song itself. Uh, so, of course, taking on my, my normal role of, of scoops and, and looking into it, John Denver wrote this song at the request of Frank, Frank Sinatra for his first grandchild. So Sinatra requested John Denver write this song, um, which is kind of cool. And then he went and butchered it with his <laughs> own version of it. Wow, oh, man. Fucking terrible from Sinatra. Ooh, Jesus. And now he, had, he must have had four or five drinks before he sang that thing. I was, I was thinking that, too. He was hammered singing that song. That's like me at a karaoke night back like 20 years ago. Uh, it's John Denver all the way. It's a beautiful song when John Denver sings it. It's melodic. It's acoustically beautiful. You're in the hills of fucking West Virginia with a fire burning in a log cabin somewhere. It's beautiful. And then God, Sinatra butchered the shit out of that thing. Wow. John Denver all the way. Uh, all right. Um, let me think. Uh... Hey, you. It's a seagull stinkaroo. I mean, how great would it be to have been a fly on the wall when someone hands John Denver a cassette of the Frank Sinatra version? I mean... What right. the fuck? That was absolutely horrendous. <laughs> I mean, what year was the Frank Sinatra version? How old was he when he did that? Well, I think, I think, didn't he say they were both in 75? Both in 75. Like, he Gen didn't even... Denver puts it out, and then like a couple months later or something, it was the Frank Sinatra. I thought that's what and, he said. And this was written for Frank Sinatra's grand grandson? Yep. Well, grandchild, whatever, whatever, uh, granddaughter. whatever sex. He obviously did not love that grandchild <laughs> because I mean, he didn't put anything into this. Wow. Oh. What a clunk tastic Christmas. It was. I think what makes it for me is the toy piano. The toy. Yes. Piano. Yes. I wanted to mention that in the beginning. <laughs> ding, ding, ding. So shitty. Wow. It's like a slap in the face. Like he made a bet with, hey, Rizzo, I'm going to call Denver and have him write me a song. Then I'm going to fuck it up. Bring in a Fisher Price piano. Let's do this shit. One take. <laughs> fuck it. I mean, bring me some booze and a toy piano. Fuck bring me Denver a couple guy. of honey whistles. <laughs> Shut up, bitch. <laughs> I mean, so bad. Wow. Wow. Oh, terrible. Oh, oh my goodness. I'm that, can I just, I, I know you're going to put your vote in here and I'm, I'm not trying to jump back. That may be the worst version of a Christmas song we've heard tonight. That's I would put that as far as the, I'll take Brian McKnight over that song. Oh my God. I'll take Otis with his repeating the same word nine times. <laughs> that was the worst thing I've ever heard. A baby just like you. And let me tell you something, folks. I just put these in the order that they came into me. So it wasn't like, I didn't pre-listen and go, oh, I want to close the show out with this. I didn't do, for God's sake, I don't do that much preparation. Don't give me so much credit. Um, that is just unbelievable that that's, that's the last, that's the Ooh. last bout, the last song. Fuck me. I listened to the Denver song and like, you know, ever since I've had, it's ever since I had kids, 
the songs like that, like, you know, you know, it hits yeah somewhere you know where yeah. before i had kids it wouldn't and i don't listen to that song i'm listening to the lyrics and i'm like man this is i'm getting a little weepy and then frank comes along and is like sends it all hell fucks it up uh, that just goes to show you that any great song can be fucked up <laughs> could you imagine if that was the last song he ever recorded uh it sounds like it was <laughs> i thought so i i I thought it sounded like later day Frank as well, but yeah. I think from what from what Kyle said, I believe it was. It was only year. two months, basically two yeah. to three months after. Yeah, yeah. Wow, what a what good garbage, Lord. hot garbage. <laughs> That's a good term for uh, that. All right, steaming pile. Dave Schneier, are you able to give us the twelve song rundown of winners? Yes, yes, I am. All right, let's hear the uh, playlist. Let's. Let's hear our 2023 Patreon curated classic Christmas playlist. All right. Uh, we're going to lead off uh, with The Drifters and White Christmas. Then we have Weezer, the first Noel. Frank Sinatra, Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas. Slade, Merry Christmas, everybody. We've got the Ramones with Merry Christmas, I Don't Want to Fight Tonight. Chris Ray with Driving Home for Christmas. The Carpenters following with the Christmas Waltz. Then it's Sir Paul McCartney with Wonderful Christmas Time. Zebrahead, All I Want for All I Want for Christmas is You. Followed by Nick Lowe with Los Straight Jackets. I wish it could be Christmas every day. Bruce Springsteen's classic Santa Claus is coming to town. Closing out with John Denver's beautiful version of his own song, A Baby Just Like You. Wow. Well, look, I you know. We were basically in agreement every time. Anytime we didn't like something, it wasn't uh, a big throwdown. Yeah. And Dave shocked me with his love of the Springsteen song. So that was joyous. That was a Christmas miracle right there. Love it. So uh, this was a win-win, guys. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Of those 12 songs, if you had to pick one of those 12 as your favorite tonight, what would it be? Well, we know what Dave Festini's yeah, is. It's, yeah, it's no secret. It's, it's Bruce okay. Springsteen. Um, it's boy. Diamond. It's Neil Diamond. It's, right? it's, it's definitely Neil Diamond. <laughs> um, I want to pick one that puts me in the Christmas mood, even though this is difficult because I love I love the Ramon song. I love the Carpenter song. But the one, and I love McCartney's song, I think the one that puts me in in a really Christmas mood is white Christmas by the drifters. And I think that's because I love home alone so much, but that one really feels like Christmas to me. So my vote would be for that one. Okay, good, good, good. What about you, Dave Schneier? It's, it's really, but I mean, the Springsteen one puts me in, in a, in a jolly mood. Um, uh, The Carpenters one I love, but I am actually going to go with Sinatra. Have yourself a merry little Christmas because there's something so quaint and beautiful, and like the snow's falling and you got a fire going, and it's just, it's just beautiful. It's a beautiful version of the song. And then Frank does a baby just like you, and he pisses all in the snow. He goes out, pisses in the snow, yellow snow all over the place. Why does every scene, every Christmas scene Dave paints ends up in a barn somewhere? I I didn't say barn. I did not say barn this time. That's where Jesus was born, Festini. Okay. Good point. That's that's where where 
Neil Diamond and Brian McKnight are hanging out right now. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Dave Schneier, tell us about your blog. Where do we find it? Where can we find you? Thank you for asking. Uh, the blog is Dave's Mixtape. Uh, you can find me on the Twitter, on the Instagram, anywhere, social media-wise, at Dave Schneier. Uh, I put out a Thanksgiving playlist last week, um, which got some nice responses. I appreciated the uh, the nice feedback from folks. I don't know what will happen in the... Uh, I'll put together a Christmas list uh, as well and probably put a couple of these songs on there as well. So stay tuned. All right, Aaron Kahn, if you're on Spotify and you feel like putting together a Spotify list of the songs that we chose tonight, have at it, buddy. I would appreciate it. And uh, Dave Festini, where can we find you? And and when are you going to start this uh, Rick Springfield working class pod where you go through every Rick Springfield song from A to Z? When are you going to start that? I think that would be amazing for you. I, listen, I I struggle with with the uh, it would it would be extremely time consuming that is uh-huh that's my only concern here's the deal so. uh friends of mine molly and philip they did this for the ramones and their episodes were only 20 minutes and they would right. record four at a time but just put one up a week so you could easily block off two hours go through that rick springfield catalog a to z so it's already set out for you. All you do is go to your iTunes library and click the title. They they all come up for you, A to Z. And then you pick, you can have the same person with you for all four episodes. And every four episodes, you get someone new in there. You can do it by Zoom. And, and the name I, Working Class Pod, uh, I mean, I think it's great. I see the logo too. We've talked about this. It's the Working Class uh, Dog album cover but the picture in the pocket is you i know all of these things it's all out there for you i would listen to every single episode i would well, too thank you dave thank you pat it, it's i it's not lost on me i okay. just it would have to be done right and i gotta yeah I, every time once in a while i get really fired up about it and then it tails off and then all right fired up about it i wonder if automatic would be the first song Maybe. All right. Where's your, it does what's your start? Twitter? It does start with a, it does. What's your Twitter uh, and your Instagram? I am at D Festini on Twitter or X Twitter, whatever the hell it's called these days. Um, I don't even know. I don't even know what my Instagram, I don't even know All what right. my Instagram Fair enough. handle is. It's probably, resolves, probably resolves, revolves around my name somehow. All right. Um, but I listen, I want to tell everybody, I want to go on the record. Uh, I was very, I was kind of critical of some of the selections tonight. I hope I didn't upset anyone. Thank you so much for, for all the Patreon supporters for sending their songs in uh, and have an awesome uh, Christmas season or, or whatever holiday it is that you celebrate. It's all in fun. And Pat, thank you for uh, letting Dave and I kind of jump in here for these versus episodes. Absolutely. And I know that I think I speak for Dave too, when I say we really look forward to doing more of them in the new year. I feel 100%. like you're doing me the favor. So I appreciate it. Anything that can, uh, you know, light a fire under this 13 year old, uh, jalopy. I appreciate <laughs> it. Um, at overkill art, I believe is where, uh, you can find Kyle Hildreth who did the artwork tonight. We are at rock solid show on the Twitter and on Instagram. Also at Kyle Dotson funny, because he still does a lot of work for me behind the scenes with making the promo tiles and things like that. 
Now, we got to have a playout song. And here's what I'm going to do today. First of all, thank you, Dave. And thank you, Dave. The playout song today is going to be from Mickey Thomas. Because Mickey just released a double-sided digital single called A Classic Christmas. And one of the songs he recorded is It's the Most Wonderful Time of the Year. I had the pleasure of talking to Mickey today. You will hear that episode on December 14th. He was fantastic. Such a great guy. And he really did a great job on these two Christmas songs. So everybody, Merry Christmas. And please enjoy Mickey Thomas's version of It's the Most Wonderful Time of the Year. Thank you, Dave. And thank you, Dave. It's the most wonderful time of the year With the kids jingle belling And everyone telling you be of good cheer It's the most wonderful time of the year It's the hap- happiest season of all those holiday greetings and gay happy meetings when friends come to call it's the half happiest season of all there'll be parties for hosting marshmallows for toasting caroling out in the snow there'll be scary ghost stories and tales of the glories of Christmases long ago You're rocking your Genesis shirt. I am my bootleg Genesis concert shirt that I got at the last, uh, the final reunion shows. Doesn't how many uh, bootleg shirts do you buy? How many, how many do you own? I should say. Oh God. I don't know. Okay. 10. Okay. Just curious. When you go to Springfield, do you, uh, you throw down the full amount by a official? Well, first of all, they don't they don't have bootleg shirts at Rick Springfield shows. Right. And that's a little side gig for you. Um it depends. Not often. I I, I bought one last year, I think, because it was long sleeved and it had that whole hawk logo thing on it. So all right. They're not. They they don't cater to you know the male fans with their no. merch. No, they don't. You know, which I guess is understandable. Yeah, you can only get a tube top and a halter top. <laughs> a hot pink Jesse's girl. You know. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. They sell pink cowboy hats too with Springfield's face on them. Right. They all have his face on them. You know, like how am I supposed to wear that? Now, what's weird is halfway through the show, they change the hats out because his face changes. <laughs> they get you for two hats. Oh, God. Oh, my boy.